Welcome home. This is Curated Chill, the Aspire Design and Home podcast. Aspire Design and Home is both seeker and storyteller of the sublime in living. This is your global guide to in-depth and varied views of beauty and shelter that stirs the imagination. It delights and inspires both homeowners and design doyen alike by collaborating with emergent and eminent architects, artisans, designers, developers, and tastemakers. Aspire seeks and shares captivating design experiences that savor the subjects and takes you on a journey through stunning imagery and now behind the scenes with the creatives themselves. Dwyer Derrick, whose passion for interior design is influenced by her travels and a practical approach to curated living, Derrick crafted not one, but four individual spaces in the Gallery House of Art and Design in Sag Harbor, New York. A hallway, pantry, laundry, and powder room, and as you'll hear, provided her with an opportunity to explore and craft in a multitude of ways. This is Dwyer Derrick. I haven't seen it, but I've heard so much about it and I'm about to see it. And I'm kind of excited about this because I feel like doing something in podcast form is great because it forces you to tell the story, the narrative behind the design a little bit more. So I'm curious, how did you get involved with this, with this project? Uh, well, it was funny because it's actually my husband, Michael Derrick, um, of landscape details and building details of East Hampton, uh, that was asked to do the, um, to be the GC on the job and do the landscaping for the job, um, with the Cohens nicely. And they had, uh, come to our home to visit, to, to talk to Michael and talk about the job, the whole process. And they came to our home and they said, you know, who, who helped you with your house? And Michael said, well, we both did it. And so Lisa was very nice and, and offered me a few rooms to help, um, you know, decorate and design, you know, for the show house. I love that. Outside of your own personal home, have you ever done any design for anybody else? No, I have not. Okay. No. So I love this. Tell me, tell me about the experience of, you know, when you do design for yourself, you can, you can take a few more freedoms. You can make some mistakes. You can try things out. You can test it. You can, when you're doing it for others, there's, there's no safety net. True. True. So, you know, it's funny, my husband, um, he's been building uh, homes for a while now, and he's been building our homes. We've moved probably about seven times. So um, as you keep moving, you keep learning what you like and what you don't like, what works, what doesn't work. And, um, you know, so I wasn't really too nervous when they offered me the, the pantry, the powder room, the laundry room, and a hallway out to the garage. <laughs> Those are sort of the, the important guts to a home. And those those parts of the home I know pretty well, considering, you know, we have two children and a busy life, you know. So, um, you know, it's like designing a kitchen. I mean, it's, it's pretty straightforward, um, you know. So, and working with Michael was, was a lot of fun, you know, in a different capacity than for our own personal space. I'm, I'm thinking through that for a second. What was that like working with the, the husband slash GC? Mm -hmm. It definitely had its challenges at moments, you know, um, 
you know, because usually we can sort of, you know, work it out with the architect here at the house. And, you know, we, we were on a little bit of a, a time crunch. You know, he had 20 other rooms that he had to consider other than just, you know, my sort of back hallway of the house, if you will. And um, so there was a lot of pressure, um, but I wasn't really too concerned. I mean, the, the colors that we chose are actually colors that we've used in our own home. So we knew that they worked. You know, we we um, were excited about the colors and the colors actually worked really, really well. And, and it's been, you know, a lot of nice, positive feedback on it. So we're not afraid of color, as you can see. I, I love that. Tell me, tell me about the spaces that that you designed. And if you would do me a favor, go through one by one sure. and then we can we can circle back. And I'm sure I'll have questions about each of them. But one by one, uh, maybe as you walk through the house. So for my spaces, um, they gave me the pantry um, and the pantry is just sort of, you know, like a, like a galley. It's just shelves on either side and it, it nicely had a window at the end of it. And so under that window, we built um, shelves and a counter and it had, uh, well, actually had three, four drawers in it. And then on the sides were all the shelves. Um, so it wasn't, it was pretty simple. I mean, it was pretty, you know, easy to do in the sense that, you know, you don't want anything that's too deep. You need to be able to see what you need and, and um, have access to it. And um, we painted it a dark blue, which was the same color that they used in the kitchen. So we thought that that would sort of, you know, go nicely together um, since they were sort of right around the corner from one another. Um, and it turned, it turned out great. I mean, it was just, you know, and I, I didn't load it up with, you know, cereal boxes and, and, you know, jars, you know, I sort of made it a little bit more of plates and more of the decorative stuff um, than I would my own pantry, but just to sort of show what, you know, show it off in a, in a better light, so to speak. But, um, and then next to that was the, um, is the laundry room. And that too, that had four, four machines, so two washers, two dryers, a nice sink, um, some cabinetry, and um, I did a, you know, sort of striped wallpaper in there. I actually framed an Hermes towel for color and, and fun and sort of, you know, as I would call it, sort of, um, you know, low cost, high effect for art, you know, so to speak. But, um, and it was fun. It was just sort of, you know, two fish in, in, the, uh, in the laundry room and it was, um, you know, functional. It wasn't a very large, large space. I mean, it, you know, it works. It wasn't as big as I had liked or would, would want for myself, but you know, it works for a young guy. I think it's a bachelor that's living there. Um, and then the next room was the powder room to the house, which is really pretty. I did a beautiful um, Philip Jeffries grass cloth wallpaper in there and um, I did frame an Hermes scarf, which was, had a lot of oranges and browns and earth colors, earth tones in it of, you know, these sort of three giraffes intertwined together and, um, a beautiful Calcutta gold and marble sink with a handmade, um, brass antique, uh, brass base around, uh, you know, around it. And, um, and then really nice uh, lighting from Circle Lighting from Ralph Lauren. 
And um, that turned out really well. That was really pretty. Tortoiseshell blinds, it was very pretty. And then the last was that we had um, a really long hallway. It was like 40 feet long. And we decided to, um, we put wood in there instead of doing uh, wallpaper because a lot of rooms had wallpaper. And so we just thought, you know, let's get away from the wallpaper. So we painted it a beautiful, um, I think it's called sweet basil, um, beautiful sort of very warm green and it's a dark green. Um, and it's beautiful. I mean, really, but they did it in a, in a lacquer and they sort of visqueened the whole area off and taped it all up and they sprayed the the room like they would a boat, I mean, or a car. I mean, it was really amazing. I mean, it's, it looked like glass. It was pretty cool uh, or enamel. So um, that was a big hit. A lot of people seemed to really like that room. So that was fun. You're listening to Curated Chill. We'll be back in just a minute. I am constantly in awe by the resources available to the design trade. One of the best and most iconic, the A&D building in New York. If you are in the business, you already know the A&D building is New York's best resource for kitchens, baths, and fine furnishings. Featuring the city's largest selection of kitchen, bath, appliances, cabinetry, tile flooring, carpeting, shading technology, lighting, and contract furniture where luxury design defies expectations. How do they do that? By housing a collection of the world's most elite design brands in 40 showrooms. Explore and be inspired. The A&D building is where the world's best designers go, and they're open to the public. World-class creatives know where to get world-class design products. Find your bliss and the showrooms that can show you how to get it at New York's crown jewel of design, the A&D building. For additional information, Find them online, adbuilding.com, and in the real world, at 150 East 58th Street, New York City. Thanks for listening. Now back to Curated Chill. Circling back, your thoughts on small spaces versus, I mean, look, there's, especially in design houses, I, I have kind of uncovered something that I find really interesting in show houses. The bigger spaces get most of the attention, but there's a certain magical quality around the smaller spaces. I'm always fascinated by the approach taken to small spaces because you lose that, that vastness, right? That big quality where you can, you can just fill things and, and someone who wants to fill things. Like if you take all of these materials and put them in a small space, you look like you just stuffed it, right? You're a maximalist and you just stuffed the space. You take the same number of, of items, you put them in a big room, you look like a minimalist. So I've always thought that there is a magic to the edit in a small space. And I'm, and I'm curious too, because you also have to take into account the, the color palette of those in the adjoining rooms and what they're using. And when you're doing the spaces like you're doing, you're also doing many of the transitional spaces, which means you're not just connecting to one other creative, but in some cases, maybe even three. So I'm interested in, did you have any of those situations? And if you did, um, were there any challenges overcoming that or, or what was your thought process? Not, you know, it's really funny. Usually in show houses, you see, at least out here in the Hamptons, I mean, it's pretty, 
you know, they really go all out, these designers. I mean, they really can go crazy with lots of tiles and paint colors. And, you know, I mean, they really, it can get a little overwhelming when you can walk into some rooms and see, you know, and, and it's not really how you would live, you know. So I'm more um, practical in my thinking and the way that I live and the way that I want things to, to look and to function. Um, so strangely enough, in the kitchen was was beautiful and, and really, really nicely done. Um, and when you got into our pantry, that was, you know, it's a minimal space, obviously, but, you know, so just decorative wise, I mean, I sort of put in the prettier things that I wanted to show off. Um, but oddly, it kind of, um, the pantry, the, the woman that Katie lead who had the mud room, which is next door to, to my powder room that I had at the end of the hall, um, on that side of the house, the mudroom coming in, her space worked really, really well with ours. Um, we were laughing about how our end of the house, it all did kind of go well. It was browns and greens and the blue and um, sisal. And it just sort of, it all blended well. And so you didn't feel like you would want to change anything, you know, say after, because sometimes people do, they want to eliminate some of the things or change a paint color or something. But I had the feeling, or we all kind of agreed that it would probably all stay and um, it all worked, you know, really, really well together. I mean, it was, it was pretty warm and inviting, nothing shocking. It was nice, you know, pleasant to the eye. Um, yeah. I mean, I was really pleased. And, and I would say that pretty much about the entire show house. I mean, it really, it all worked well together. You didn't feel like you were kept walking into new a new home every every room, which you can in some, you know, some places. It, everybody's kind of worked well. It was it's kind of fun to see. Is there anything that you would have done differently? No, you know what? I really felt I really felt comfortable with what I did do. Um, no, I, I really liked the way that it turned out. I mean, I yeah, I felt I felt confident in what I, and it was really my first time, you know, like I said, doing that, you know, outside of my own home. So, um, no, I felt good about it. I felt proud about it. I think a lot of people really liked it. You know, it was pretty, it turned out, it, I think it turned out well. Very cool. And so modified last question, you had mentioned a framed Hermes towel and an Hermes scarf. And I'm curious what the, what the, is it just something that you love? Is that, is that something that you just felt belong there? I, you know, I do. I, I, I mean, I love Hermes who doesn't, but um, I love the colors usually, you know, for the, for the scarves and, and um, the towels are always fun and great. I have a friend that's done that. He did it for a house, um, one of our other homes that we have. And um, it does, it adds a lot of punch, a lot of color. And like I said, it's sort of low cost, high effect and it's fun. People like it. It's kind of unexpected. Um, you know, it just, they're just so pretty and colorful and they just sort of bring a lot of joy. You know, people walk in like, Oh, you know, that's fun. They, they really kind of like it. So I like it. And I had a really beautiful um, Hunt Sloanum, which are the artists that we like. I had uh, one in my powder room, a beautiful um, painting of parrots and um, the wallpaper that I chose sort of was, sort of African, I know it was, it was interesting paper anyway, it just kind of lent itself to, to more sort of animal print type stuff. So I did the giraffes and, and the birds. So fun. hang on one second. So Hunt Sloanum, by the way, one of my favorites, I've had the opportunity to interview him and have a conversation and he's just such an interesting guy. 
Uh, I'm interested. So did you say you, you have a Hunslonum piece at home that you use to, for inspiration? Yes, we have, we have a couple of his, mm. we, we love his, well, I just, I love the textures, the way that he paints. And we were lucky enough to go to his, his studio, his gallery and see. In New Orleans? No, in New York. We in New York. Okay. Okay. Before I think he moved to Brooklyn, um, we went in and we saw all the birds and, and um, uh, that was a lot of fun. Oh, wait. Oh God, did I lose you? No, I'm here. Oh, sorry. Something happened to my, um, <laughs> the, my phone rang. Um, anyway, we um, got a chance to go to his studio and see, see, you know, where, where he does his, his uh, painting. And it was really fun to see a lot of those uh, canvases all ready to go. And yeah. then he walks in and he just, you know, addresses each one. I mean, it was really, it was pretty cool. Um, and we did, we picked out, we picked out a Lincoln. He did a really cool Lincoln that my husband loved. And um, I got a, a rabbit, a bunny and, um, and the birds. The bunnies are amazing. And you know, what's interesting about his work, which for me, it sounds like it might be the same for you. His work, he just makes me happy. Very. The yeah. work just makes me happy. It is. And he, he had a big coffee table book and he signed it over to us and, you know, did the ears on it. And, and that was fun. And, and um, he is, he's such a nice man. And he was, he was nice. He came out one summer and we did a book signing for him and um, he's, he's lovely. Yeah. I'm hoping that, you know, maybe we'll be able to acquire another one at some point, but. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. So that was the inspiration behind, behind the Hermes, which I think is yeah. really, really cool. Yeah. Along, yeah. Along with the wallpaper that I chose, I just thought that it would go well together. You know, I really, I really did. And even with the green in the hallway, um, we hung a couple of our paintings and I just like the way, you know, his color, he's just, I mean, I've got, if you could see on the other side of this computer, but two here on the wall that are great. I don't think I have anything right here. No, we took the other one to the gallery, but anyway. Interested to know too, does, does the Hamptons have it sounds like a pedestrian question. I, I, I'm curious, does the Hamptons have a style? Is there an emerging style? You know, from, from beach cities on the, on the West Coast where I'm from, there's this whole really interesting Cape Cod mod thing has sort of taken off. And it's, it's been the inspiration on much larger projects that I hadn't really seen before with an East Coast influence. I'm interested. To, does the is, does the Hamptons have a any new developing style, or is it still very much traditional to what it always has been? I think it's pretty traditional, and I think it's it's getting um, you know this new sort of generation that's coming in. I think especially after you know sort of nine eleven, a lot of people moved out here. COVID. There's a lot of young kids out here now. Start you know new families starting out and. I don't see the push for like those big, big homes like they used to do. Um, the kids are going smaller. I say kids, like 30 somethings. They're going smaller. They want, but they want every bell and whistle, but they don't need the properties as big as they used to be. Um, not everybody's screaming to be on the ocean. Um, you know, there's lots of little, like the village, you know, sometimes it's hot, then it's not, then people go to Sag Harbor and then it's, you know, and people sort of, you know, they move around in different parts, but I would say right now with, after everything that's gone on, it's, it's pretty hot everywhere out here. Um, outdoor spaces 
are crazy. So my husband is really busy as far as, you know, people wanting to, to build pergolas or fire pits or more out, outdoor living spaces. Um, we built a beautiful fireplace outside and we spent a lot of time in COVID out there. It's just, it's, they're wanting to be home because they were home. So they wanted to, you know, spruce up what they had and make it better. It's amazing. Dwyer, thank you. This was fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. This is Curated Chill, the Aspire Design and Home podcast. This episode featured designers from the Gallery House of Art and Design in Sag Harbor, New York. Special thanks to our guest, Dwyer Derrick. Thank you to our partners and Curated Chill sponsors. And most importantly, thank you for taking the time to enjoy Aspire Design and Home. Thank you for listening to the show and loving sublime design the way we do. Until next time, come back to chill.